So, how do we heal the ways we hurt each other? We're going to start by looking at how we instinctively react. Our initial reaction when we're hurt is often anger. While hurt is what we feel in ourselves, anger is what we feel towards the person who's upset us. Anger is not bad in itself. It's an internal mechanism to show that something is wrong and needs to be sorted out. It's a bit like the warning light in our car that comes on if the engine is overheating and it's urgent we do something about it. We may be angry because we've been unjustly treated or offended and the adrenaline rush we feel is designed to spur us into action. But anger can be used wrongly in a number of ways and we want to look at two. Roughly half of us, if we haven't learnt to control our anger, have a tendency to mishandle it in one way, while the other half have a tendency to go the opposite way. Some people, when they're angry, are inclined to let you know it right away. We call them the rhinos, because a rhino, if provoked, is quite likely to put down its head and charge at you. <laughs> other people do the opposite. They hide their anger. They become quieter and may withdraw or sulk. We call them the hedgehogs, because a hedgehog, when threatened, curls itself up and sticks out its prickles to keep its attacker at a distance. And it's not that the hedgehogs don't feel their anger, it's just that they display it differently, perhaps by withholding their affection or by suddenly developing selective hearing. Hedgehog behaviour is no less harmful in a marriage than rhino behaviour. Before the course, communicating my feelings to Paul was just um, absolutely woeful. Um, unbeknownst to me at the time, I had um, you know, a family background which uh, left me with a pattern of behaviour where I tended to shut up shop and just go into no-speak mode when, um, in, in times of conflict. So that made it very hard that when we actually found these um, uh, this struggle with our son, um, if I wasn't prepared to talk about it and share my feelings and where I was at, it just made it so difficult for Paul to be able to help me or support me or to work through it together in any way. Yeah, I think um, when you're a classic rhino, as I am, and you, you, know, you go like a bull in a china shop, and Carolyn's very much the other way, whereas she hides her feelings, it made me then try and guess at where she was at at any given time, and more often than not, you get that wrong. After the marriage course, the communication left us very, very open to each other. Um, it's not perfect because it, it, it'll never be perfect. We will always grow and grow and grow in it, but we are able to sit and talk about just about any issue because we now have the tools to be able to um, talk without fear and, and intrepidation about most of those sorts of things. Whether we act like the rhino or the hedgehog will depend on a number of things. Our personality, what was modelled in our home as we grew up, and our experiences of life since. Many couples are made up of one rhino and one hedgehog, which is true for Scylla and me. The following story will give you a clue as to which way round we are. Kirsty, our first child, was six months old and we were living in Japan. A friend who lived about four hours away in Tokyo had invited us to stay for the weekend. Whenever we went to stay with him, it was always great fun and incredibly busy as he has amazing energy and is a non-stop entertainer. Well, on the Wednesday before we were due to go, Scylla told me she didn't feel she could cope with the weekend because of having a small baby and being exhausted. 
I, on the other hand, was convinced we had to go. I thought it would be rude not to at this late stage. So we had a really heated argument about it. In the end, I just completely lost it with Nicky. I remember the exact spot where Scylla was standing in our apartment, beside the basket where we kept our fruit. She was so angry that she picked up an apple that was on the top and threw it at me really hard. Uh, well, unfortunately for me, the basket was full of apples and Scylla <laughs> proceeded to hurl them at me one by one across the room. <laughs> well, I, I managed to escape serious injury by ducking down behind the sofa until the basket was empty. <laughs> now, I know that sounds very dramatic and I want to assure you that I've never thrown anything else at Nicky, but I can still act a bit like a rhino, attacking him with my words when I feel misunderstood or hurt. And I tend to act more like the hedgehog. We'll let you know about that story of the apple throwing and how it ended a bit later on. But while Scylla's danger is explosion, my danger is to hold anger or frustration inside. And I've realised it's better to have things out in the open and to express what I feel when I'm upset. And I've realised it's better, rather than going on the attack, to try to explain more calmly to Nikki what I'm feeling. Rhinos can learn to be more sensitive. I've always been the rhino and uh, uh, was very prone to charging quite hard. Um, but I have noticed in, in odd times that Karen has come back as a very charging, prickly hedgehog to me. Uh, so we have tended to swap roles, but uh, we've learned through the marriage course, just understanding the hedgehog and the rhino, that it's uh, good just to calm down and just take five, actually, just take five. Although it's a, it's a very um, amusing way to consider yourself as a rhino or as a hedgehog, it does aptly describe what happens if you're not careful in a place of conflict. And, but it doesn't have to be that way. And if we know our weakness, then we can actually be very careful about how we respond. And we, we find, therefore, Paul finds that if he doesn't charge quite so much, then it's easier for me to actually express myself. But I've also learnt that um, for me to actually dare to say about how I'm feeling and to, to get the, the issue out on the table in front of us, it all helps us to resolve the issue in a brand new way. It does take time to alter lifelong habits, but it is possible. But it's not just couples with opposite tendencies that have problems. If you have two rhinos in a marriage or two hedgehogs, that can be problematic too. Well, it's quite interesting, the whole thing about rhinos and hedgehogs, because uh, you probably, with your family, are a... Rhino. Historically, I'm a, I'm a rhino with, with my family. I'm, I'm, Sp I'm half Spanish, my mum's Spanish, my father's English, um, and we're all rhinos, so it's all kind of chaotic and angry and shouting at each other and charging around like crazy. Uh, but with Sarah, I'm definitely more of a hedgehog, because I know you don't respond very well to rhinos, particularly. Um, so we're probably both hedgehogs. I'm very much a hedgehog. Historically, I used to be on, in hibernation mode and used to go and hide under my duvet at the first sign of any conflict. Uh, that would be my default. Get into bed, hide under the duvet, and I'm not coming out um, because I couldn't bear conflict. But uh, I think I've got a little bit better as a hedgehog and sort of tend to try not to default to the duvet. And uh, we try and have... Uh, more conversations but I think we are two hedgehogs so we have to be careful that we mm. don't just both avoid conflict and that we do tackle issues when they come up. Arguments are healthy but both rhinos and hedgehogs must learn to handle anger properly. 
uncontrolled anger has terrible consequences. Rhino behavior can lead to a husband or wife living with the mm. constant fear of the next explosion. While hedgehog behavior leads to an erosion of intimacy as resentment builds up and up, both are damaging and ineffective ways of showing anger. When they said about rhino and hedgehog behavior on the course, we just laughed, didn't we? Because it was so transparent to me and probably everybody who knows us, who's the rhino and who's the hedgehog. Mm. Um, Rachel's the rhino <laughs> and I'm the hedgehog. <laughs> Um, I, I would say that I, um, I would say that I don't become extremely prickly, but actually there is that. <laughs> prickly is such a good word for him <laughs> as well. Yeah, but uh, there there are obviously spikes there that just mean that you know if Rachel um, maybe is trying to come close and um, we haven't actually dealt with it dealt with the issue that is is causing me to to behave in that way, then it does mean that she might you know get her fingers hurt. I charge at 100 miles an hour. Nothing gets in my way. <laughs> and um, that was another thing on the marriage course that we realised we, we, were, we were quite extreme, both of us, in terms of that behaviour. And that was something that we needed to really focus on to make sure that we don't hurt each other in our mannerisms and the way we mm -hmm. deal with situations. We want you to ask yourselves now, which one are you? A rhino or a hedgehog? And just in case you're not sure, why don't you take a moment to check with your partner? Well, we've heard about rhinos and hedgehogs today, so our question is to identify whether you are a rhino or a hedgehog. If you're not sure, ask your partner. I'm sure they know. Have a good discussion about that one. We'll see you tomorrow.